Hi, everyone. You're listening to All Kidding Aside Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Bartelzi. And this is a podcast where we talk to all kinds of women, women that are moms, women that are non-moms, women who haven't quite decided if they want to have children, women who are still on the fence, women who can't have kids, all kinds of things. Um, I'm super excited. Today, we have a wonderful guest, Anne Fenn. Anne's a writer, a television development executive. She's a non-profit stand-up comedian. And I had the pleasure of meeting Anne at Humber College, where we both teach um, in the comedy and writing program. And she teaches uh, script development and writing at Humber. So welcome, Anne Fenn. Why, thank you, Crystal. Hello. Um, how was your morning? How was your walk over here? Oh, good, good. Yeah, not too far. Lovely day. Lovely day. Yeah. Lovely day. Um, and what else is going on? Are you, are you in some writing projects right now? Oh, I'm finishing my math for the year. Oh, yeah, yes, I'm in a right. two-year program. So yeah, I'm, I just finished my last bit of work on oh, that, my God. which is why I can be here today. Uh, okay, putting me to shame, right? Oh, we both teach, but you're getting your that's master's. That's what I'm in. trying to do. Um, can you just tell us, because it's interesting, what's, what is your master's on? Well, it's in the creative nonfiction program at King's College, Dalhousie University. So everybody in the program has to write a uh, book Okay. Have you heard of books? Yes, I have actually. Yes, yes. I have. Yes. You know, I mostly just talk, but uh, I, do, I, I do read. I've, I didn't mean that to sound condescending. It was supposed to just be random. I expect and nothing less. Okay. Um, okay. And, and what's the book you're writing? Oh, uh, I don't know if I want to talk about that. Okay. I'll just tell you it's a memoir style book. So it's about okay. me and I've never really written much about me and it's hard. Okay. Well, we're going to leave it as a surprise. Okay. I know I have a feeling I know a little bit about it only because uh, we did a couple open mics together. Um, many moons ago, and uh, you were talking about an idea for a book. But um, at the end of this, you know, maybe you can plug your book if you want, um, that after people listen to this podcast, they can read your book. <laughs> anyway, that's for another day. So, and you do not have any children. Not that I know of. No? Okay. They might be out there somewhere or... Uh, Probably no. not. No? Okay. And uh, did you ever want to have kids? Yeah. I, I, I mean, when I was a kid... Uh, I thought I would have four children. I always thought I'd have four kids because I like the number four and I liked kids. But um, yeah, when I was in my 20s, I just didn't meet the right guys who wanted who to have kids. Who meets the right guy in their 20s, really? <laughs> okay. And then in my, then I did get married to a man and I was pregnant and that uh, pregnancy was, it's called a missed miscarriage. So it just... Uh, dies inside you and then you have to go and get a DNC and have it removed. So that's okay. What. This sounds horrible. And I'm very sorry that happened. It's even worse than it sounds. Okay. The thing died on my wedding day. What? Okay. You need, are you comfortable sharing this yeah, story? It's a long time ago now. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? And just, just to clarify, I want to hear more about this miss miscarriage. Cause I actually haven't heard of that. Wow, this is a story. Okay, so you were pregnant before you got married to your first husband? Yes. Okay, but you knew, obviously, oh, and, yeah. he, and he knew. Yeah, I was three and a half months pregnant. And, and were you guys excited? Uh, I was. <laughs> uh, okay, he wasn't, which is maybe why the marriage didn't last. Okay, and so then you were excited. And then on your wedding day... Oh, it's just that uh, I had had an ultrasound the day before, and they couldn't detect any heartbeat. And they were saying, oh, well, don't worry, it's probably fine. And then later on, it was clear that it had not grown at all since that day. So it died within 24 hours of the ultrasound. So 
and all these weird things happened on my wedding day that I won't go into. But that made me believe that I was being sort of sent some signals that stuff was not going well. Yeah. But did you actually know on your wedding day? That, no. Because I can't imagine getting through that day. No, it was hard enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... Okay, so never mind. Um, you didn't have children. You also maybe never want to get married. Okay, so that didn't that didn't work out, unfortunately. You know, very sorry to hear you didn't have your child. Yeah. But then at the same time, I guess from knowing you a little bit, it sounds like maybe that was in a way a positive that you weren't. You know, now you would be still divorced to this man, I assume, uh, you know, and then having to co-parent and all of that. And it doesn't sound like this guy was ready to have kids or into No, it. no, it was a blessing in disguise. It really was. Yeah. Okay. But please tell me he was somewhat supportive at least or sorry when this all happened to you. No? Um, I wish you could see Anne Fenn's face right now, <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's just for me. We were having a lot of trouble. In fact, from the beginning of our relationship. But, Again, uh, way to get married. Yeah. Okay. So it, it was just like really bad all over okay. in every single sense. It was not good. Okay. Yeah. So that's why so, I was not unhappy when it didn't. Okay. Work. So, so somewhat a positive, right? That this was kind of a blessing that this didn't happen for you, I guess. Yeah, I I did end up feeling that way. Even though you still have those horrible feelings about, you know, not being able, like having a miscarriage makes you feel like a loser, for sure. A loser? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because you you just look around and you just think the most illiterate, stupid people on earth can have kids like nothing and why can't I? So it makes you feel like you're just cursed or you're, you, you just feel like a loser. It's very primal very primal. Okay. It's beyond words, really. And it's not rational. Wow. Okay. Because, you know, um, again, talking about my show, all kidding aside, where I talk about, that's one of my greatest fears that I actually can't have kids. And then I talk again about how I haven't actually tried. But that is the irony is that it is a huge fear of mine that I actually can't have a child. So should I really be like, yes, I want to do this and then can't, <laughs> you know, I guess, yeah, I can see now it makes you feel a bit like a failure or why can everyone else do it and make it look so easy? Yeah. I mean, most women I think who have a miscarriage just can't wait to get back on the baby wagon mm-hmm. and try again. Okay. But that wasn't for you. So you had, you suffered, unfortunately, one miscarriage. Then how uh, soon after your wedding day, did you get married or sorry, divorced? Um, le- well, <laughs> we, I, uh, let's see. Again. I moved to Singapore for apparently a month, but as soon as I got off the plane, I realized that my marriage was not good and I should probably not go back. So I stayed in Singapore for three years. While you were married to this man? We were three weeks away from our one-year wedding anniversary when I went to Singapore. And I really thought I was coming back and I really thought we were working on our marriage and I just didn't come back. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then how long did you spend in Singapore? Three years. Three years. Okay. And did you meet someone there at all? Or yeah, were you dating after, a lot? Yeah. Like after about six months. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then did, does that, did that last? Are you still with that person now? Or? No, no, no. He was seven years younger than me. Okay. <laughs> That's not your current partner. Okay. No. Let's, let's move on. Okay. So you get back from Singapore and then that's when you met your current partner? Soon yeah, after, like yeah. Uh, two years later. Yeah. Okay. And um, we can mention your partner's name. Sure. But, yeah. Okay. James. Lovely James. Yeah. And uh, so did James and you ever talk about having kids? Sort of on and off. We uh, talked about it like we talked about buying a beautiful place in the country or something. You know, it wasn't, um, it, we never got around to actually 
making any kind of commitment or we never went that way. We talked about it. Okay. And when you guys were talking about it, were you at an age where, you know, oh, having, yeah. a, having Tom, a clock was ticking. Clock I think was I ticking? Was, yeah. I think I was 39 when I met him. So yeah. Okay. And did you feel it? Like, did you feel like I want to do this or was, were you kind of on the fence as well? No, the good news is that when I turned 37, that desire to have children started to disappear and has now virtually completely 100% disappeared. It has. Okay. Cause you know, it's funny cause I'm 38 and I would say like, I never really had that desire. Like it would come in many ways, waves, but, um, there's moments now at 38 that I feel it more than ever. Which, oh, interesting. Yeah. Which is weird. Or I wish like, that's what I'm talking about. I could put the clock on hold and be like, mm, maybe at yeah. 45. Yeah. Right. But I don't want to have a child at 45. You know, or 50. I mean, you can do that. Janet Jackson just did it. But, you know, it just, you get more tired and it just seems hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, James had that with, uh, he's seven years, no, five years older than me. And uh, he had an older dad. His dad was like 41 when he had him. And he always felt like he had the oldest dad in the neighborhood. And he really didn't want to be an older dad like his dad was. Okay. So So that was a real consideration for him. Okay. Was that one of the reasons you guys decided not to have kids? Yeah. Okay. And were there any other reasons? Like you guys, I know you're, you're a fun couple. You do a lot. You travel. We're incredible. You know, you're both have good careers, you know, um, and you're both good looking. Um, but it was like, is was that a factor? Like, oh, our lifestyle is going to change so much. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, I mean, it's all about that, isn't it? It's a, you, you, you get to late thirties and you, and you realize like how much you would have to give up because you've seen other people have kids, oh, yes. <laughs> your friends and stuff. And in fact, a lot of my friends said, don't bother. Really? Even though they had kids? Yeah. Really? Okay. Not a lot. Several of them. Okay. Because yeah. I'm kind of still in that pool where a lot of people try and convince me to do it. <laughs> but this is a problem I have. And my husband and I, you know, we're always saying, how can these people convince us to have a child when they're not happy? Like, all they do is complain about it. <laughs> really? That's all they do. And and then they always look at us and go, oh, you guys get to do whatever you want and get to go out, but still you should have a child, even though we don't sleep and we're miserable. But you know, so that, that part doesn't make sense. I've actually never fully had any two people like rave to me and say, you guys got to do it. And like, here's why. And yeah, yeah you yeah. know, which I know there's amazing parts about it. Absolutely. But I just find that so strange. In our circle of friends, most people have a lot of complaints about it <laughs> and, and don't sell it to us, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, um, I would say one of my best friend, her husband died and she was a single mother for a few years. So that didn't help. Wow. And then another woman who told me not to was also a single divorced mother. And another one was a divorced mother. So it was the single mothers who told me not to. But then... Um, I mean, I'm not too ooga booga, but I had seen two psychics who told me you should never have children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did you go see the psychics for this reason? No, no. no. Okay, and what did they tell you a reason? Um, well, <laughs> oh, the one in Singapore was really awful. She was like, "Have you re- have you read Brave New World? That's <laughs> what's coming. You wow. do not want to bring children into this world. And besides, you're not you're not made for it. You don't need to do it." Okay. Okay. That's, that's pretty bizarre, but yeah, it was. who knows, and you know? It's not why I didn't. No. But okay, it the, was the interesting. in Singapore, you know, <laughs> now we're going back to Singapore. Okay. Right. But that, yeah, that's pretty, if someone is telling you that, you kind of puts it in your head, maybe. Yeah. Like two people telling yeah. you not to have children and they don't know you. That's weird. Anyway. Now you have friends that do have kids. 
Yeah. Okay. And some of them sell it to you, like, or well, did. Well, kids. I mean, I'm so impressed by all my oh, yeah. friends' kids. They're they're all amazing, yeah. actually. I don't know any duds. <laughs> they're all kind of spectacular. <laughs> so. Near circle friends, no duds. No dud children. Um, okay, that's good to hear. Yeah, and, and because you and I teach, right, at the same place, I always say, like, don't you feel like all of those people are your children sometimes? Yeah, and I think that's part of why maybe we like teaching so much, because we don't have children. I think maybe we have more patience. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. I really do. I think we, I think giving back is natural for human beings, and and maybe more with women. I'm not sure mm-hmm. about that, but I, I really do feel actual love and affection for almost all my students, like with one or two exceptions over the years. <laughs> You're like, I would want to be your parent just so I can whip you into shape, right? <laughs> I don't know. I just yeah. feel compassion. Yeah. I yeah, feel compassion absolutely. for them. Yeah. Okay. And, and I like what you said about giving back because even last night we were watching the news and, you know, with this whole drought going on in Africa and we were just watching it going, you know, there's something we could do. Like even we could go and travel and I'm not saying we can save the world now because we don't have kids, but mm-hmm. you know, you feel more compassion to give back. You're not as tired, not as exhausted. Right. And I always say there's so many kids out there that need still a guardian or someone to help them with situations oh, yeah, yeah. you know well, I'm, I have a niece who, that you know about right, yeah. and, and uh, she you do a uh, lot with her yeah and, and I think like damn I wish I had someone like that in my life when I was mm-hmm. growing up like it's wonderful to be a good aunt or a, mm-hmm. an uncle or whatever yeah and then and then you can always give them back at the end of the day yeah yeah but you have a special relationship yeah of with course them. of yeah. course so is there something in your life that you feel sort of replaces this child. Not that something can replace child, but like, you know, we have our students at the college that sort of we can give back to, or for you, maybe it's writing. Is there something that you have that kind of fills that void, if you want to call it a void? Cheese. Cheese. <laughs> any kind of cheese. Not any. No? No, uh, specific ki- types, but um, cheese and... Uh, I, Wine? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like my wine. Okay. Yeah. So Cheese and wine. And uh, yeah, well, I mean, what replaces children for me? I really don't know how to answer that because I always think as a non-parent, I don't know what, what I'm like. missing. Yeah. yeah. And that's what people don't understand. Or maybe they do, but they think that, oh, they pity you if you don't have a kid a bit. And it's like, don't worry about it. I don't even know what I'm missing. Okay. Don't yeah. Is it, it's not frustrating. Like, I think we both get that. Like, I get that now as well. Like, you don't know what you're missing. And it's exactly, I don't know <laughs> what I'm missing. You know, just like on the other side, I said to a friend, she's got a, you know, 18 year old, 18 month child. And the funny thing she said to me, she's like, I do know what I'm missing because she had a child later right. in life. She's like, I know there's great restaurants in the city and there's <laughs> great parties going on. I know I miss thing that that's, you know, the choice I made. But right. I think. I agree. We don't know what we're missing, so we can't compare that that thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what I'm replacing it with. I think probably just selfishness. Okay, okay. Would you call yourself a selfish person? Well, I certainly don't. You know, I'm. I don't know. I I, <laughs> I do my best <laughs> to give back or be a good person, but I, I mean, I don't have a lot I have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so because you kind of hinted at it a little bit, like, what are some other things that people have said to you? Like, because you're, you know, a grown woman, if I can say you're past the age where you're going to have a child, you've made that decision. Bitch! It's finalized. (laughs) Um, Hey, I didn't say your real age. I didn't say your real age. She's 65. She looks amazing. (laughs) Um, But because you're past that 
that phase. Like I'm, I'm, I'm still, there's a little 65, okay, by the way. She's just, not. Yeah. And she looks amazing, <laughs> but, but there's still a little bit of hope for me, right? Like there's still, if I decide that it's still a possibility, but you, you've made that decision. Yeah. And yeah, I think that that's, book, that's close. Right. And that's kind of what weighs on me sometimes. Right. I'm still like undecided, but for you, it's done. You've moved on and you're living your life to its fullest. So what are some things that people have said to you or that bugs you about, you know, that you don't have kids that people say to you or, or judgment. Do you feel judged? Um, not really because my friends are all kind of more creative types anyway, and they're more open-minded. I think, you know, they're not as rigid. I, I imagine if <clears throat> I know that, you know, a lot of new Canadians have much more traditional attitudes about having kids and stuff. So my parents are, my parents were relieved. Because they, they were like, oh, good. We, we were starting to feel too old for to be grandparents. Oh, yeah? You know? Okay. So they they never put that pressure on you? No, not at all. And um, and neither did James's parents. I mean, it's kind of amazing. I, I must run in very strange circles because I know it's out there. But the only time I've encountered that is um, in Singapore with, like, taxi drivers and stuff. Okay. <laughs> or strangers who ask you, who ask you, like, how many children and... I'm like, none. And then, oh, oh, you have to have children, you know, that okay, kind of thing. Okay, okay, but that doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother no. me, no. No, mm-hmm. I just started lying and saying I had four. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Unless I was coming home drunk, then I just spoke Finnish. Okay, yeah. and, go, and go on a rant in Finnish. Anne Fenn also speaks many languages, <laughs> um, or that she makes up. Is there, is there an age cutoff, you think, for having kids? Like... No, because I do know, I know one woman, I, she was, I think, 43, 44, dying to have kids. Her husband had had a vasectomy, and she was 44, and they couldn't get pregnant. Then she made him reverse his vasectomy, couldn't get pregnant. She ended up getting his sperm and another woman's egg fertilized, then implanted in another woman. Okay. A surrogate mother. Wow, this is a process. And then she had the twins. They were given to her. She had twins from this other woman with another woman's eggs. Okay, wow. Unbelievable. And she is the happiest woman on earth. Amazing. And the kids are healthy and everything is good. Totally. Everything's spectacular. Now, she has a lot of money, uh, I think. And uh, so it's all worked out. Like, you know, she's older, so she she can afford nannies and and all that that stuff. And she works in the science field, so... I think it's such a great science story too mm. that she she did that, you know. Wow. Anyway, but um they're they're thrilled. Like she couldn't be happier to be a mother at you know, she's probably almost fifty now. Okay. Yeah, and, and that makes and me so her happy. Kids are like, young, but she loves uh, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any woman who, you know, at any age wants to have a child like more than anything and then is able to, like that's always such a wonderful story. Yeah. So I think I, I don't really know. I mean, uh, Janet Jackson, whatever. I mean, as long as you love a kid, I think that's really what matters. Um, also how you raise them, but <laughs> we won't get into that. But as long as a kid feels wanted, mm-hmm. that's half the battle, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, did you ever think about any alternative measures? Like, did you ever think about adoption or anything like that? Did that ever cross your mind? Or you guys no. just decided we're not having kids? And Yeah, I, I mean, that was really it. It was, I never thought about adoption, even though I think it's a great idea for people to do it. But it wasn't, we just didn't really see why we needed, like our, our theme was, let's leave well enough alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I think life can be very hard um, as it is, especially for creative people. Absolutely. And, uh, we know. I've, yeah, I've had my ups and downs and uh, 
so is James. Um, and uh, we found each other and we were just so happy and we get along so well. No complaints. <laughs> so why ruin it? Right, right. Why tamper <laughs> Not that with we something? would ruin it, but you know, it's, it puts it at risk. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah. you know, um, my husband David mentioned that too when we were talking about it, you know, because yeah, everything is good now, right? And right. then you're just afraid like one person's not getting any sleep and then you just start taking it out on each other. Yeah, you know, no, it, it, I, I don't think we would nearly get along as well uh, yeah. if we had a kid. But I, I did have someone that kept uh, repeating to me as well, that they kept saying to me, you know, one day, oh, you're going to get so tired of just you and your husband, and, <laughs> you know, you're going to get so bored. And I'm thinking, okay, that's your problem. Right. Like, if you're already <laughs> bored with your partner, you know, and you felt the need to have a kid to spice things up, like, you know, I get to, like, go out and, you know, we can have sex anytime and we can go and drink and we can do it our own thing. Like our relationship is fine, you know, yeah. but it's adding this thing where we were not a thing. I just called a child a thing, <laughs> but where you, you know, you're sleep deprived and you can't do the things you want to do. Like that makes it stressful in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. And, and, and I mean, I think that a man really has to want to have a kid, although I've seen the other way around. I shouldn't say that. I have seen men who say they're, they're, they're kind of on the fence and then they become like the most... Mm-hmm. committed doting dad so there aren't really any rules i th- but you have to um you have to really want, you have to both really want them i think oh absolutely yeah you know and we're we're always going like sometimes when i'm like oh i think i want to then david will be like really <laughs> right and then he'll be like no yeah i think we should do it and i'm like mm, no not now's not a good time so it's hard it's hard but yeah but there's some couples that just come together they decide right away yeah want to have kids and then they oh, i they was do. talking to someone recently like i have never met had a boyfriend who wanted to have kids with me and I've wow. had a lot of boyfriends. I know. But, I bet you have. But like, a not looker. to brag. A no, just uh, bad choices. But like, I never met a guy who wanted to have kids, especially in my 20s, my prime time, right? And even in my 30s. And it was weird. It was like, is that, do I, cho- do I choose men like that? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's an unconscious thing that I don't choose the the guys who work as accountants and yes. whatever who could bring home the bacon and who want to just have a nice stable family. Right. I've always gone for, for more the creative. creative types. <laughs> We're just gonna, creative types. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's hard too. Like financially, it's more pressure on us too, right? Like that's one of the big things too. I'm like, you know, luckily my husband has a great job, but it's like, you know, he's the one that would have to keep working. Yeah, I would want to keep working, but then I would be taking care of the baby all the time. So yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. And I think two creative people together worry about <laughs> financing a child as well. Cause it's freaking expensive. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? I also think it really, but the, the, no, I was going to say something that doesn't make sense. Cause you have an amazing mom, right? Yes. Yeah. Your mom is doting. Oh yes. My mom's amazing. You get along like, best friends it seems yeah. or something although although my mom said to me like if you were to have a kid she's not going to be my babysitter oh you know like she lives over an hour away i know she would love it but yeah. my mom's a busy woman and she's like been there done that yes she would help out i know she would but mm-hmm. you know i i couldn't call her six nights a week while i want to yeah. go and do my thing yeah. you know but yes i'm fortunate that way but that again in my show i talk about 
how amazing my mother is. And that's again, a fear I have. I could never be like my mom. I couldn't, you <laughs> right. know, I don't have the patience and the love and everything that she has like, and I am so fortunate. So I think because of that, right. You know, that's um, interesting. It's a deterrent. almost. Yeah. It yeah. was same with marriage. My parents, again, was, you know, they've been married over 45 years. They're like, on a first date every day. And uh, that's why I never wanted to get married because I was like, I can't find someone that is that wow. wonderful, you know? You couldn't become a thruple? <laughs> I know. It's no. not legal. Not legal. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so maybe because of that, it doesn't make sense to some people. They'd be like, you know, oh, I have my parents have a great relationship and they're great parents, so I want to do the same. But I see it opposite yeah, or not. I was like going to say that I had a theory for a minute there that yeah. my, I my, didn't think my mom was a very happy mother mm-hmm. and that maybe that affected me. But then. Okay, uh, it's not I, my case. Yeah, not, I know. And, and you've it's talked not to me. even, doesn't even make sense because I always wanted kids okay. and then it went away. So. Yeah. But no, you've talked to me about your mom as well, which, you know, it would be hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and also you were saying, all the men you were with, you know, they never want to have kids. No, but, but that was always one of my factors for any guy. I, I at least, they had to be open. They, I should say, they at least had to be open to having or wanting kids. Like mm-hmm. I always just, we didn't have to get married or have to have kids, but they'd be like, I'm open to it. But as soon as I met those guys they were like, I never want to get married and everyone have kids. Yeah. You know, then there was no, like the door wasn't open. It was already closed. Yeah. You know, and I know some women struggle. They meet a wonderful man or a partner and then they say, I don't want to have kids. And then the person walks away because they want that. Yeah. I, the thing I really have trouble with are the, Couples that, well, maybe you're going to ask that, but about, you no, know, I'm actually, um, IVF, <laughs> running out of questions, you know, the women who are just so desperate to uh, yeah. have kids. I find that weird. I find that I judge that. Do you? Yeah. Okay. What do you judge about oh, God, that? I'm going to get hate mail. I'm going to be killed. <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to leave our email address at the end. And <laughs> you have any uh, hate mail directed at Ann Fenn for today? No, Listen, but, but, I, I sympathize with the, with the misery that they go through, the sadness and stuff. But I don't sympathize with the idea that they deserve to have kids. Okay. Right? Like, I I deserve to have this paid for. I deserve children. Like, that that sort of feeling that um, their lives will be a disaster if they don't have kids. I I find that really irritating. Okay. No, fair enough. Because I, you know, I, I sort of feel sad for those women because again, I'm sort of, I think however this plays out, whether I get pregnant in the next year or I fully decide I'm not going to have kids, I'm going to be happy either way. Cause I'm like, I've made that choice and moving on with my life. But I think if you want it so bad and then it doesn't happen that, you know, it is heartbreaking, but you know, we're here first. And I think you have to be fulfilled with your life and you as a person before you bring somebody else into the world, right, right. you know, so I can understand what you're saying is that it's pretty sad or hard if they feel that that is their only reason for being and they often ruin their marriages just Mm -hmm. trying to get pregnant yeah yeah yeah. but it but it is heartbreaking you know but i also think if you you know with anything if you try so hard and you're so desperate we can relate it to an audition right you know because i just had an experience like i gotta get this gig and then often you don't but if you kind of just yeah have a casual attitude to it it can happen yeah yeah you know so any like other advantages, like what you just, life is good. Any other advantages to, uh, to not having kids or you're just, you're just happy. And, <laughs> um, well, I, I guess, just... you know, a lot, uh, again, as a creative person, I, I really appreciate not having to worry about the money side of things. Okay. Right? Cause I, yeah. it is expensive. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have any regrets? You know, maybe that's something to ask, like, 
being older and knowing that that's not a possibility anymore to have children, um, do you ever think, oh, what would my life be like had I had children? Do you ever have yeah, those moments? Yeah, I mean, James and I now and then have sort of had those conversations. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're kind of wistful. It's it's kind of like, yeah, maybe it could have been nice, you know, but but not for us. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like in another world or another dimension, maybe it would have been nice, but... Okay, because, you know, I guess... That's a question I get asked a lot as well of like, oh, won't you regret it if you decide to not have children? Won't you feel sorry for yourself one day? And I, I don't know that yet, but you right. know, well, being I, someone- I have thought about it in terms of when I, like, I, I realize I'm looking after my mom a lot right now because mm-hmm. she's getting on and my dad died a few years ago. You know, my brother and I kind of share the care. She doesn't live in town. And I'm thinking, look at all the stuff I do for her. Mm. And who's going to do that for me? So that's what I think fentanyl is for. <laughs> okay, well, I'm that, put that's the, the way I'm going out fentanyl. as well. Because, come on, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with anyone who says I'm having kids so they can look <laughs> after me when I'm older. Like, come on, that is not a guarantee. No, you know, but that's the way the world has worked for thousands yes, of years. absolutely. But, yeah. it, you know, you could drop dead and no one cares for you. Like, I'm well, just saying, true. Yeah. you know, and I and I do love kind of like this whole cycle how, you know, our moms take care of us. And then when we're older, we end up taking care often of our elderly parents, you know, but I just don't like that. I have an issue with that because I'm like, that's not a guarantee. No, it's you not. Know? Or, right. or um, I was talking to someone and they said, uh, you know, if, if we're going to give our child a sibling, because that would be nice. Well, a lot of people I know don't get on with their siblings. So that's not a reason to have it. Right. Another that's child, right? So yeah. it's just not a guarantee. So I understand. Yeah. In a positive note, a lot of people, great people end up taking care of their parents. But <laughs> it just it, that, that bothers me so much. It's just not a guarantee. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And there's a lot of people I know that don't do anything. They're like, oh, my mom's elderly and she's on her own across the world yeah. and I can't be bothered to go take care of her. That's, yeah. that's sad, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But uh, again, you've got a good plan. <laughs> fentanyl. That's the or way. car fentanyl. It's even faster. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Do- double suicide for you guys at, at 95. <laughs> Maybe 90. Okay. Well, both of your parents are like really went into their 90s. So you're going to No, my dad's died at 92, 92. 91. And my mom's 86 now. So, okay. Yeah. But that's long, happy life, you know? Yeah. So yeah. you're going to, you've got a long way to go, Ann Fenn. <clears throat> God. Um, okay. Well, I want to thank you for chatting today. Thank is there any, you. Is there anything else you want to add? Like any other thoughts on this topic or? Well, uh, where are you at? With your decision making. Well, that's why we're doing this. But Um, how would you describe it right here, right now? Well, again, I guess, you know, talking to you, I don't think it's a bad life to not have kids. And again, I don't know what I'm missing. So I still have those little moments that creep in where I think, oh, it would be nice. Or that when I'm older, I'd be like, I'm so glad we did this, you know. But also being a little bit older, I enjoy my life and we enjoy our life together and I've had freedom for all of my life. So I don't know if I want to make those changes. It's a big sacrifice, you know, and I admire people that do it. I just don't know if I'm ready to do that. And I don't think it's selfish, you know, because you could say it's selfish to have kids or selfish not to have kids. But um, yes, in this moment right now, I'm sitting with you and you're making it sound like... (laughs) 
Life's okay without kids. Well, that's what I tell people is nothing bad happens if you don't have mm-hmm. children. Like, I think we have a lot of fear as women growing, you know, the ticking yeah. clock yeah. and all that. Yeah. But it really, nothing terrible happens, it turns out. And I, and I also think, you know, we're just fortunate that we are in this creative field. And there's so many amazing women out there that are moms and are performers and actors and everything. And I just admire their career and that they're moms. But then there's so many creative people that really can live their full potential and make great art. And that is their creation because they don't have kids and they've just got more time, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, just for the things I still want to do in my career of, of traveling and touring around and creating a show whenever I want to create a show. I think mm-hmm. that's that's my baby, right? That's, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah that's no, the there's definitely my, something to that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, thanks again, Ann Fenn. If you want to hear anything else or comment or send Ann Fenn hate mail, just kidding, just kidding. (laughs) Don't send any hate mail. But if you want to make a comment on this episode or any other episodes, you can write us at allkiddingasidepodcast at gmail.com. Again, I want to thank Ann Fenn. I've been Crystal Bartelzi, and this has been All Kidding Aside. Till next time. That's been our podcast, All Kidding Aside. I've been your host, Crystal Bartelzi. And if you like what you're listening to, why not go on iTunes and subscribe? And you can even leave us a review. Five stars would be amazing. And if you want to get in touch with us with any comments or questions, you can reach us at allkiddingasidepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.